This is Carlos Arroyo, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Mariah Lemonheads, what's up? <laughs> You're now tuned into the Evening Juice with Lemon City Live, streaming on our Facebook and Twitter pages at Lemon City Live and also on the Five Reasons. Thank you for joining us Five Reasons for hosting us. And I don't know if you guys saw last uh, this past weekend's ep- uh, special episode, but we are introducing a new partner. So this show today is brought to you by Intelligent. Look at that, I was just pointing at it. An internationally endorsed athletic cognitive brain training simulation that improves players' decision-making, game time awareness, and opponent anticipation. Intelligent simulates actual gameplay in a digital arena to help players better adapt to the shifting realities of real-time sports. So if you want to get better at your at your soccer game, just go to go to uh, go to the link. And use Lemon City 15 to receive 15% off discount on all packages when you sign up. So thank you very much, Intelligent, the soccer Intelligent, actually. Um, Xavier, I, I want to get your take on that when we talk soccer a little later. But yeah, man, I'm really excited to be working with Intelligent, man. They, they, look, they sound really cool. If you didn't catch uh, this past weekend's episode, which was dedicated to Intelligent, go ahead and check it out so you can see what it's all about. It's really interesting. I highly recommend it. Definitely, definitely. I might, I, might, I, I might use that because I'm coming back after like a year off. And yeah. you know when you come back, everything is so fast. Bro. So that might help me train a little bit. Yeah. That, that was me last week, except I had like four years off. <laughs> it, it, was yeah, rough, on, it was a rough day. I've been on the engine list a little longer than that too. So uh, yeah, I got to <laughs> give it a shot. But no, it's actually really cool, man. Definitely, like Gus said, check out the, uh, the last episode, the little special that we did. Where we uh, talked to the see uh, to one of the, the bosses of the company, um, and uh, it's it's really cool, man. It, the way that they broke it down and how you use you know a fun way to do it for only twenty five minutes a day or thirty minutes, like it says there, two times a week, off from your computer, you're gonna get results. And if you get kids that are in a soccer man, definitely, definitely a must have. Yeah. So, anyways, without further ado, this is. The Evening Juice with Lemon City Live, Season Ocho, Episode 23. I'm coming at you live from Marlins Park right now. Ooh. Gus is up in Orlando. Xavier is holding it down for the west side of Florida. Where, 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 what is it, western area? Western, Out there, western. you know. Look at that. So uh, we're, we're covering all parts. I'm, like I said, I'm at Marlins Park. Marlins won tonight. I had three to zero. Sandy Alcantara with the uh, complete game shutout. Two hours, nine minutes. It's a dream game today. So. No complaints. Oh, Even though he started off shaky first inning, first inning he had bases loaded with one out, and then just settled down and just grooved and cruised right along the game. So it's tough. Bro, hey, Sandy, Sand, Sandman, bro, Sandy Alcantara threw his sixth career complete game and his third career shutout tonight. Yeah, how about how about that matches, bro? Yeah, dude, he had a great showing tonight. Uh, what's up, Roy, representing North Carolina? Um, yeah, he had a great game. He had, in, you know, he'd been stuck on nine wins since before the break, and had uh, his last two games couldn't get a decision. Lost, uh, lost one of them. So it's uh, it's good for the Marlins. Although the Marlins have been struggling, we just snapped a you know pretty long losing skid here. So, and if you want more Marlin stuff today, uh, Alex dropped a new episode of the mm-hmm. uh, First Pitch 305 podcast, where he had special guest friend of the show, an original OG Lemonhead, Jessica Blaylock, on the show today. So she was uh, talking about it. So he got the video up on uh, video up on our Facebook on our, page. Yep. And you can uh, get the episode on the website and SoundCloud and wherever you get your your podcast. So listen to it. It's a really good uh I think really you can also stuff. catch it on, on our Twitter and on the First Pitch 305 Twitter as well. So whoever yeah, you follow... And we're putting it It's going to be there. It's going to yeah, be man. there. So, anyway, uh, good, 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 good stuff. Uh, yeah, but, you know, you know how we start the show, bro. I mean, phonies I, man, and I got who's one. got the juice, bro? Yeah, bro. I'll go first. All right. I'll right. go first so he so Edwin doesn't steal it from me. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going with the juice. I'm going with the juice. My man, my man, Gonzalo. 
Iguain. Yeah, he's got the juice making making his way back uh during that redemption road. He's he's turning his season around and let's see if he can help uh our team, the Inter Miami CF, turn their season around because the last few games they, they look like the Marlins, man. The Marlins had lost like five in a row, right? Um yeah. Inter Miami's are like in a so so streak too in the last six games, but we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, did, did he get did he get, uh, did he get MLS Player of the Week or no? He's winning everything. He, he got Goal of the Week. He's getting the, I think I, I he's he's in the running for all all three like major awards. And I'm not sure if he did. Nice, win, yeah, but he should. He should. Team of the Week. Uh, 90 minutes gave him Player of the Number One ranking as well. So 90 minutes. You know, yes. Damn. Yeah. So it was good stuff there. Uh, yeah, that's a solid one. That's a solid one. I knew you were going to take that, so I, I left that to you. I left oh, that. man. Thank goodness. Uh, I had you jump in. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, my juice is, 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 is a little different. It's an afterlife juice for the one, the only Vince Scully, you know, for yep. for uh, having graced us for so long. With You know, I didn't know this. He was on the call when Hank Aaron – it is 715th home run to break Babe Ruth's record. He yeah. was on the call for Joe Montana's touchdown pass to Dwight Clark in 1982 in the NFC Championship game. Uh, he was on the call for a couple other little things. Like, it's just, you forget how it wasn't just Dodger baseball. Like, the guy was everywhere, you know, from... Yeah, he was... He, I, got him, I got it right here. He was on the call for Don Larson's perfect game in the 56 World Series. And Craig Gibson's pinch hit walk off home run in the '88 yeah, one. So this guy yeah. was a good luck charm. He was a walking good yeah, luck charm. No, no, and, and honestly, he was just like the guy just had the voice, the timing. He's what everybody. He's the goat when it comes to what every broadcaster wants to be. He's the guy yeah. that everybody tries to, to to study and and understand. And, He's the quintessential baseball voice. You know what I mean? Not, but it's just the thing, though. It's not just baseball. It's that guy could read. I think there's yes. a video of him reading a grocery list, and it's like beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's, quintessential it's sports broadcaster, I guess. Yes, man. The yeah. guy is the, the, a legend, and his voice mm-hmm. is just like peanut butter and velvet. It's yeah. just beautiful. <laughs> I mean, look how long he's been around. When he called a 1956 World Series, bro. Ah, wait, wait, wait. I have something here for you guys. I came prepared. I came prepared. I came prepared. So check this out. Uh, let me see if I can do the math here. But in eight, in 1950, when he made his uh, debut, right? Mm-hmm. Vince Scully uh, broadcasted a game where Connie Mack was the coach for the team, right? Connie Mack yeah. was in his late 80s at the time. Now, Connie Mack, right? If, let me look. Let me do the math here. Minus So Connie Mack started in professional baseball in the year 1886 as a player. Okay, so he went from 1886 to 1950, mm-hmm. where he overlapped with Vince Scully in his first year, who went all the way to 2017. That's 100 or 2016. We're talking over 130 to 131 years of baseball between two guys yeah. whose careers just, you know, connect. That's incredible, man. I mean, that's mm-hmm. as spicy a nugget as you can get right there. So, that's amazing. Yeah, man. Very, very cool. So that's my little afterlife juice for, for Vince Scully, who's now, you know, getting to chill. And again, mm-hmm. but just overall, like nobody has ever said a bad thing about the guy. So the legend. That's what's up. All that's right. My, my juice goes to Joey Menezes. All right, Joey Manessis plays for the Nationals. He played in the minors for 10 years, right? Okay. He was released multiple times. He played in Japan. He played in Mexico, keeping his career alive. And then yesterday, he was called up for the first time to Major League Baseball to the Nationals, and his first hit was a home run. How Look about that? that? Yeah. Not bad. Bravo. Good, yeah. solid, solid. All right. Go. He's got the juice. Anything. You got the juice. That's a good juice there. All right. Yeah. And Sam, Sam, man. It's all Sandy Alcantara. Oh, you know, I, I'm still thinking about my pony. <laughs> I got, I got a pony. I got a pony. Who, who, who wants oh, to go I, got, first? I got one. I want to go first. Go Ross, first. Stephen Ross, come on, man. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Stephen, you can't even cheat correctly. No. You know what I mean, it's, bro? You, great businessman because he's done great things with the stadium, bringing at Formula One, all that stuff, all the events that happen yeah. over there. Amazing, great businessman. If we were talking, if this was a business podcast, 
you got the juice. But no, it's not it's a sports <laughs> podcast. And when it comes to the Miami Dolphins and all the things that happen on the with the team, bro, just stay out of it. Leave it to the professionals. Don't you know? It, it's not. It's this. It is a business, but it's different than the business world. It's very different. There, I'm yeah. sure there are plenty of similarities, but it's not the same, man. You can't bully your way into, you know, bring if you, and if you're gonna do it, do it right. God, don't get denied and then get caught and then you know, just it puts us in a deep hole. If you're gonna do it, do it like the OG Joe Robbie did back exactly. in the in the early seventies when he went and stole Don Shula and exactly make your owner. At least he finished through, like you know. Yes. Now to be somewhat fair, had Brian Flores not put in a lawsuit, you know, at mm-hmm. the same day that Tom Brady announced his retirement, we might have Tom Brady and Tom Payne. We might have a whole other team happening right now with the Dolphins because that was the plan. So, Maybe. You know, it, but, it, no, it is crazy. That's but, yeah, what you get for dancing, dancing with the devil, bro. Yeah. Trying to bring in uh, Tom Brady? Get out of here. <laughs> that's that's, that's what he it. gets. I would have taken him. I'm I'm still I'm still a Dolphins person, so. All right, I got my phony. Um, this one hurts. This one hurts because it's hard to to put this guy as a phony. Mm. But Ric Flair had his like <laughs> fifth last match Bro, this weekend. I knew and, it was gonna be wrestling. Oh, God, <laughs> it's like and and I, I feel bad because like nobody's talking about like how bad the optics are of this you know like undertaker mm-hmm. and bret hart and mick foley were were there right who are younger yeah. than him and they look old and decrepit just sitting in the front row you know just like hey good job you know and I, and rick players they're all bloodied up and yeah. i'm like come on dude like there's nothing worse than seeing your idols or guys that were legends when they're way past their prime still trying to do something especially so long after the fact now rick Flair has had many last matches ever and then he keeps coming back and this was supposed mm-hmm. to be the last match he had the perfect send-off years ago at wrestlemania when Shawn michaels right before he hit him with the super kick said i love you and then get the pan knocked him out and then pinned him and kissed him it was mm-hmm. beautiful like that was the stuff that that was the wwe perfect way to end an incredible career and ah, i hate saying that dude so i just i couldn't mm-hmm. get it i couldn't like put myself to like any of the festivities that happen and again maybe you it's know, a money grab i don't know what the situation is, but I ha- yeah i mean I, I have watched a bu- a, some of those little wrestling documentaries that you sent over my way or wrestling snippets and uh i remember watching one about rick flair that yeah he used to spend money like a crazy person oh, yeah, no, just to keep is... with just to keep with his fake persona he yeah, would spend well, real the... money to keep with his uh what do you call it that your stick his, his, his gimmick. His gimmick uh, yeah. I mean, but the thing was, he became his gimmick. That's the thing. It got to a point mm-hmm. in the '80s where the, the line was so blurred that Ric Flair was Ric Flair all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's just he, he's never broken off from that. Even now, yeah, he's still you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, doing all that. He, stuff, he's right? not really high flying, but he's still wheeling yeah. and dealing. I guess. How, how old is he? How old is he? Dude, uh, let me look at him. Okay, I see him. I see him like acting all crazy with the girls and stuff, and he's like an old man. Like, oh man, seventy-three years old. There you go. Can't be out there wrestling at seventy-three years old. Like, no man. He's got that grandpa strength, man. Yeah, bro. No, (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna break a hip while he's wrestling, then he's done. That's 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 all that was missing. Is that you know he takes a little. You know, a little one bump, and then boom. Next thing you know, dislocated hip, and the ambulance is coming out. Like it's just not yeah. worth it, man. You know, and for what? This match for... is brought to you by AARP. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a new sponsor. You might get a new sponsor. Yeah. That's a good one. Right. I, I got for him. I got, got the phony. I got the phony. And Gus made me go back to football. And I was thinking about it. The story of the moment is our boy Deshaun Watson, and I'll tell you why he's he's my phony. Because I remember oh, him all the way back in Clemson. I remember his story. Like he had a good story, mm-hmm. and he and he was he was like like one of the good guys. So he had everybody mm-hmm. fooled. You know, I I actually wanted him to be drafted by the Dolphins because I thought he was pretty good, yeah. and, and 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 you know nobody was making a big deal about him. And then yeah, now, wanted to trade for him. No, but that was crazy. Now after the fact, that's crazy. After all that information came out, you know, of I course, think Brian was nuts. Yeah. Shows you how much he he was. He cared about winning and how much he he didn't like Tua, but that's a whole different 
story. Nah. But Deshaun, Deshaun, because back in the day, back in, in Clemson, he was like uh, a good all-American guy, uh, great story, good deeds. And then now all these lawsuits and all this crazy stuff going on around him, he, he fooled everybody. Yeah. He fooled everybody. Unless, yeah. like, with the money, he went nuts. I don't know. But, but yeah, it's horrible. His, it's, it's very bad. A uh, very bad look with the NFL now trying to go and, and overturn what what the judge said, the six games, because previously yeah. they've had some other issues that have been pretty bad mm-hmm. and, and you know, they haven't come down hard on them. That's that's one of the reasons the judge basically gave them six games based on the history of, of what they've done. Similar yeah. yeah. But the worst part, like, I mean, I, I don't know, Gus, for you, what was the – the order here. I don't want to jump ahead. If we're, uh, let's, let's just get right in. Let's get right into NFL talk. So I wanted to start uh, off with uh, talking Deshaun Watson, and you know we whoa, kind of glazed over it. No, it's all good. Nah, kind of glazed you. over it. The NFL did issue a six-game suspension by uh, arbitrator Judge Sue Robinson, and now, like Xavier mentioned, the NFL is uh, they want to appeal it so that they can issue a stiffer punishment. Pun intended. Yeah, they're appealing so, their own. That's kind of that, funny. That That's was kind of negotiated funny. <laughs> by themselves. So, uh, yeah, honestly, like the legalities of this whole thing and the whole, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm going to separate the whole Roger Goodell judge, jury, executioner, and appell- appeals judge, too. Yeah. Um, apparently, now that's a whole other issue the CBA and everything. And I think uh, that players' union. I mean, they have to win the appeal. This, well, he's. He's the guy who decides if the appeal goes through. That's the oh, whole thing. The, the way the CPA okay. is constructed, it's he has all the power. The now mm. players' union is uh, threatening to sue, file a suit. Um, Imagine the, the. I think the um, the president or, or the the head of the players' union is is a woman, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, but the thing I, is, it, again, I think so. Imagine, unions, but imagine, imagine her yeah. having to defend. Deshaun Watson, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm so sure it's like it happens, you know, even in in uh in regular life, where people, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, female attorneys have to represent these scumbag dudes. Yeah, think about it. Yeah. Uh, the police union is so strong that every time there's a dirty cop out there, they they get away with everything because their union is so strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. they protect their own. Now the situation here, the the problem is, and what's really disgusting about the whole thing is Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, reaction to this. So first off, Deshaun Watson has never uh, admitted any blame. He's sworn that not only he's mm-hmm. innocent, but that he never did anything wrong at all, at all, at all. So he's shown no remorse, no you know apologies, nothing. Um, people make the argument that oh well, he sat out last season. That's part of the you know time served, as they're saying. But no, he, that wasn't a, that was a decision by him to, you know, leverage his free agency, you know, because he thought that he was going to be, um, not free agency, but leverage his trade value. He wanted to get out of Houston. Um, that's not time served. You know what I mean? You, now yeah. you've been caught with what you've done. And the thing is, there's something like 30 women now that have filed these, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that he's, that have accused him of this. And then there's the settlements, you know, that they've made. Now there's still one, I believe, out there that hasn't settled that is going to go to court. And when this arbitrator looked at all the cases, they selected five of them, right? Yeah. To look at, they weren't going to look at everything. And the arbitrator found that in all five cases that they looked at, the evidence was strong enough to say that, yeah, not only did a crime, you know, per se, happen here, not per se, but, you know, happen here, Mm -hmm. um, you lied about it because he went to a grand jury twice and said that he never did anything. So the evidence is there. And it's showing that, like, bro, this dude's just scum. Like, mm-hmm. scum, scum, scum. Aside from the... Because, you know, there's one thing is, like, you're a sexual predator scum. And then, there's, you know, you're a lying sexual predator scum. So it's just, if you're just adding even more and more things on and everything about... Like, if I was a Cleveland Browns fan, dude, I would be so, like, disgusted at my organization, at my team. Like, I would... Uh, we, we talked about it, you know, when, when he was rumored to be potentially, you know, he, we all know the Dolphins are going hard after him. Yeah. And if the Dolphins had gotten him, bro, I would have, you know, shit, I'd rather be a Jets fan, you know what I mean, <laughs> than that. And that's saying a lot, dude, just because the situation is just, it's unbelievable. And then Cleveland yesterday put out a statement saying that, uh, that they stand behind the decision of this and that, uh, that the, 
that the arbitrator made that they stand behind the findings and the decision and that this guy has shown uh, remorse and that it's not fair that they're going after him now even after the fact but it's like a contradictory statement because he hasn't shown remorse because that's what the yeah. judge said you have not shown remorse you are guilty and you have lied mm-hmm. but it's it's hopefully the NFL comes down and says hey look you know Goodell makes a you know, does the right thing here and says, hey, bro, mm-hmm. a year, at least a year. You got to just take the year At the off, very you least, know? man. At the very least. There's no way that a guy can be, you know, char- mm-hmm. not, or, not charged, but accused of and going through all this. And then at the end of the day, his punishment is the richest contract in NFL history. Yeah. You know, and no fine, a six-game suspension, mm-hmm. and you get all that. It's, it's not right. It's just a, it's a at all. overall, man. So hopefully Goodell does the right thing here and and make something happen. Now the the problem with that, sorry, I'm rambling. I just I just have all this stuff here. I was looking into this before. The mm-hmm. problem here is that they, when they created the CBA, the players' union didn't want you know the whole idea was to have an independent arbiter is uh, to come in there and then or the NFL doesn't get involved and they say hey that person said that this is the punishment that's what it's going to yeah. be, but. The person who appeals the decision that was agreed upon, like I said, is Goodell. So here we are. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. They basically they they put they left that loophole in there so they can just keep it status quo, basically. As well. yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, no matter what they decide on and everything, you know. Yeah. There's uh there's an agreement in place. So yeah, man. Uh, like our friend here, Jonathan says, the NFL is a joke. Yeah, it's not a good look right now, mm-hmm. but. We'll see. This guy has a chance, you know, to to maybe Goodell do the right thing, but we'll see. What do you guys think? You think he's gonna? You think there's gonna be a, a case where he gets, you know, maybe a? I mean, he's gonna get a, a more punishment, more games, something on top of what uh, Judge Sue Robinson laid down on him. You know what I mean? Because okay. NFL, you know, they haven't been the greatest PR company in 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 the at least over a decade. You know what I mean? Nah. It's been nah. a long time since they've looked good in in the public eye. So I, I feel like this is a great opportunity for them to finally get some good PR and be like, oh, let's let's <laughs> let's, let's let's write this wrong, you know? No. Nope. So and it's it's not because they they care or anything like that. NFL and all the people there, all the owners have shown that they don't give a shit about anybody except money. You know? It is Poor what John, it is. Yeah. yeah, but you know, if at least if something uh better can come of this you know, I mean, I, I don't even think that anything is is worth is is what's it called? There's no, there's no punishment. There's no punishment. He came out. <laughs> All good, bro. So, yeah. so go ahead, guys. No, there's there's no punishment that's gonna fit the the action. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if they disagree or if. Yeah. if um, <laughs> Yeah. But, and, and well, all right. Let's 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 see. What do you guys think here? We'll go around the horn here real mm-hmm. fast. Uh, what do you think? Over under one year suspension, guys. What do you think? Do you think one year is it gonna be? What do you, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, do? I think it's. I think it's gonna go a full season. You think? Yeah, one so year. You're gonna go one one whole season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Xavier, what do you think? Year more. I, I think this is a very, very uh, delicate situation that that is not just in regards to Deshaun Watson, with also deals with the things that happened before, and I think it it has to do also with the owners because you know there's some owners that have been charged with sexual harassment and and mm-hmm. other skeletons yeah. in the closet. So he has to be careful if he's gonna go after this guy and and make an example of him. It's only a matter of time before one of the owners. They come out and he has 10, 15, whatever, 20 allegations yeah. also. And he's gonna have to come hard well, on the, the owner of uh, of Washington. The, the Redskins, the... yeah. That that's specifically what I'm talking about. So this is there's so many things involved here. Uh I I don't know if they'll But Goodell can't really do anything to those guys unless the rest of the owners are in agreement. Well, right? the, the the situation with the owners is that in the CBA and in the mm-hmm. conduct policy, it says specifically very clearly that the owners will be held to an even higher uh, example than the players. Mm-hmm. You know? and but the we all know that's bullshit. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, it's it's not that it's bullshit. It's just that it's 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 the whole NFL is just a conflict of interest because yeah. the guy who represents the owners, you know, and is deciding the all these things is being paid by the owners. He gets like sixty million, I think, a year is his salary that he gets from yeah. the owners. You know, so he's out there to protect the PR. But to be fair, though, um, well, not to be fair, but just to point out something. The, the issue with Deshaun Watson is that he was actually like with the because the case that they're talking about is like Robert Kraft you know he got caught with mm-hmm. um, soliciting sex at a masseuse place and they kind of just watched the whole thing and you don't hear seeing anything about it but the uh, with that situation no, there is a guy that knows how to cheat exactly with that situation <laughs> the legalities of that one is a little bit different because there was already an intention he wasn't trying to force somebody into something where there is the difference between what's happening with Watson, where he was going in there trying to force it and doing stuff to people against their will. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why there's, and then there was also some legalities because apparently I, I heard today that the, when they were doing the investigation of craft, they were, um, it was like a sting operation, but they were recording mm-hmm. other people there against their, without their knowledge, you know, to mm-hmm. try to catch them. And then it became a thing like where we can't use this, stuff because yes inadmissible in the court so yeah yeah, so that's kind of where we're at there but yeah i mean i'm i'm thinking i'm i mean you guys are i I see what xavier's saying and thus you're saying a year i'm thinking it's going to be at least a year but i I still see a slight possibility that this could be like an indefinite suspension where a year minimum you know Mm -hmm. and then they they kind of revisit it next year and then see what they want to do like ray Um, rice kind of yeah Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I think they got to, you know. Find yeah, because Ray, Ray Rice originally got like four games and then they went to indefinite. They got it, two. it was two games originally. Uh, then when the two video games. came out, it became indefinite, right? They, they Yeah, they, they jumped it up. And then remember, Ezekiel Elliott got six games for mm. um, something similar where there was no charges or anything, but there wasn't yeah. 22 or 25 women, you know, accusing him of mm-hmm. that. So there's some precedent, but there isn't. So we'll see. We'll see. I think the next few days are going to be very, very, very interesting Crucial. when it comes to this. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, man. All right, let's jump to the other side of the country in uh, Arizona, where another quarterback, Kyler Murray, as remember we were talking uh, last week, he had a four-hour weekly study requirement in his contract. Well, it turns out that they went ahead and they removed it, right? Because I guess they didn't no. want to embarrass him, but. I, Personally, I think the damage is done. He's oh, embarrassed. For sure. For you sure. know what I mean? He should be. He should be. Yeah, definitely. And, but what about and, the... Uh-huh. Okay, so... No, no, go ahead. Somebody released a, a, a finding where they sh- they the are able to prove... Bro. Huh? The internet finds The internet finds, the internet everything, finds everything, man. <laughs> so somebody somebody did a little study and they found wait, out... Wait, wait. Unless I'm using it, though, I never find anything. <laughs> That's right. Everybody except Edwin knows how to use the internet. <laughs> but Ed, I think you're the one that found this, though. So, so congrats to you. No, this was, I gotta give it to Achilles. That was it. <laughs> oh, that was Achilles. All right, all right. Yeah, Achilles sent this over. Yeah, Achilles sent this over earlier today, where somebody on Reddit found that when uh, during Call of Duty's double XP weekends, Edwin, you're gonna have to explain to me what that means. Okay. I don't even know. What so that every so often, like uh-huh. everybody plays Call of Duty just to to get points, right? You get yeah. you level up your guy, you rank him up. So mm-hmm. on certain weekends, they do things where, like the name says, double XP. So oh, whatever points is worth one point, your points are double. So these ah, little okay, situations, okay. so you can move up and level up even quicker. So yeah. they found that during these double XP weekends. His performance uh, dropped considerably. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my! Now, I, we, uh, you know, anybody that knows statistics knows that um, that correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation. But I mean, sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire, man. It, it, oh, he's sure. known he's known to play Call of Duty excessively, and it just so happens that on these double XP weekends, he plays worse than normal. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, worse than normal. <laughs> yeah. What's up? I mean, guys? normally he plays well, you know, but during well, not, apparently not when he plays too much Call of Duty. Man, man, I, I must be like an old man, old school, whatever my mentality. But I can't understand grown ass men, you know, just all a guy like him though, a professional. He that's his job. At least during that season, during those games that he has to play, 
he has to just focus on his job. You know, you have to relax, play, play yeah. some, but but not overdo it. And what what is with all this stuff with all these video games, dude? All right, let's 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 play know. a game here. Let's see, let's age Xavier here without giving <laughs> his age away. When was the nah, last nobody's time? gonna get it? <laughs> when was the last time that uh? What was the last video game you played? Oh man, Jesus! It was like from from probably like uh, the Nintendo. I I had the the Sega Genesis. I think that's the original <laughs> that came out. That's the only mm-hmm. video game uh, that that I bought. I I was around when the Atari came out. You know when that came out. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't have one of those. But I played. Uh, I got a Sega Genesis. Sent it to Colombia. Never played video games again. Except with friends, and probably it's got to be something from Nintendo sixty four. The little cartridge mm-hmm. that you got to get it out of. Blow yes. it and put it back in. I, I, look at the gra- I look at the graphics now in the games, and I'm like, wow, we were we were entertained with such little things. Yeah, man. What I can't it? believe Frogger, it. Frogger and, and, uh, I can't believe Donkey in this Kong situation. I can't believe that in this situation, I'm the youngest person here. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Because I'm I'm on the same boat, dude. I had I had a I had a regular Nintendo, the first Nintendo, and then I had a Sega Genesis. And then uh, my cousin gave me his Dreamcast, and that's it. That's where it ends. And now one of my boys gave me his Xbox, and I use it to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are horrible. See, this is exactly my what son. My son about. plays. Oh my son plays video games, but I, I have yeah. no clue. Yeah. I See, I was I, I I was on that that Call of Duty mm-hmm. drug for a few years, uh, some years back. So I know yeah. where it's like you're walking around and you're just like, thinking you're in a game all the time. You made Arizona. You made Arizona get out of the playoffs and now make it. Yeah, man. Oh, for sure. I definitely with Murray. You were playing with Kyler. He used to be in my group. Uh, <laughs> but check this out party. check this out guys Kyler Murray's average passer rating on non double XP weekends is 97.43 and on bad. double XP weekends it's 89.65 so that's over 7% drop in his drop. passer rating on those weekends and right. now his record his record on non double XP weekends is 18 16 and 1 so he's over 500 and on double XP weekends, it it's four seven and zero, so it's sub five hundred. Mm-hmm. What at was that? that phrase? You, what was that phrase you gave me? Causation, correlation, whatever. Yeah, that, correlation. That's maybe. what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you should put that in his contract. Like that. Put that yeah. in his contract. No video games. Yeah. Oh man, that's that'd be rough. He, he can only play Madden. That's what they should tell him. <laughs> Old school, old school Madden, old school. Madden, no, no, he needs the new playbooks. He needs the new playbooks. They, they should just, they should uh, get, get him some intelligence. Right? Intelligent. For football. They for have football. it for football. football? Yeah. Not I, I, I'm not sure if they've, if they've uh, brought that out yet, but that's, I'm I sure think that, that's, in, that's in their docket, yeah. I'm sure yeah. they will. Basketball, baseball, everything. Mm-hmm. Nice, mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. Yeah, man. All right, so. Yeah. Gus, your boy was just here. Who? Who's my boy? Uh, from middle school. <laughs> oh, uh, Gabby Sanchez. <laughs> I was gonna be like, Where? fun fact: I went to middle school with with Gabby Sanchez. I had no idea he was in the Marlins. I had no idea that was uh one of my friends from middle school. One. Yeah, it was the same guy until my brother goes, "Hey, he went to your middle school." And then I was like, "What?" I look him up in in the yearbook, and I was like, "Oh my god, I used to have lunch with this kid." Funny story. That's the best story. You gotta cover your hang out with him. <laughs> Just be like, just there's no way. Like, if I didn't, if I didn't remember him, there's no way he's gonna remember me. I know, but you, you never just, know. You never up. know. You'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'll wear. I'll, I'll find a, it's a old McMillan t-shirt. Yeah, it's a I'll good find, icebreaker. Just the next yeah. time, and be like, "What school? What school was yeah. it?" <laughs> McMillan Middle School. Nice. Um, West Kendall. Oh yeah. man. The hood. That's the hood. You were yeah. in the hood. That's the hood. Yeah, real hood, right? All right, let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to a little bit local. Tua, Tua Tagovailoa has been receiving a lot of praise during training camp. Right, videos emerged of him. Oh, what's up? Hello. Oh, oh, look at that guy. <laughs> what's up, Alex? Hey, so as I was saying, Tua has been getting a lot of he's been getting a lot of praise during training camp. You know, the offense released a video of him. You know, dishing out a 65-yard bomb to the cheetah. Carrying the flag. It was sweet. It was sweet. Yeah, man. Um, But a lot of people have also been saying, you know, relax. It's just practice. It's just training camp. 
Let's wait till those guys don't understand. Those guys don't understand the teachings of two one on. They don't appreciate mm-hmm. the symbolism behind everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also seen. Uh, I saw a tweet from Omar Kelly, who's a big Dolphins reporter, uh-huh. and uh, he said that Tua has been practicing at a much higher level than Ryan Tannehill. So that's got to count for something. You know what I mean? Because it's not, it's not hard a to lot do. of people it's say that. Yeah, it's not hard to do. <laughs> but, you know, how you practice is inevitably that's how, how you practice. play. Yeah. That's what they say. How you practice. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Off the ball. That's all I do, bro. That's all they do. That's all I and get sacked. And get sacked. And get sacked. Oh man. So that's gonna count for something, right? If you're if he's looking good in practice, there's a good chance that it's gonna it's gonna show on the field. Yes or no? Yeah. Absolutely. You know I mean, Absolutely. Bro. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and I think it's super important for the fan base, but especially for him for the confidence level. I mean, yeah. he I, I always thought he was a good player. But when he got injured, I was iffy with the Dolphins drafted him. I have to be honest with that hip injury. I didn't know he would be able to play. But I always liked him. And more probably because I think he's a really good guy. Just from what I see, I think he's a real good guy. And I want him to succeed. But um, And I, I think he has talent. I think he has talent. Uh, and, and if he's practicing well, he's got to feel better. He has confidence. The new coach has given him the confidence. And when you play with confidence, when you're not thinking, when you don't have – this pressure and you let it go and let loose, he's going to be better. He's definitely going to be better than last year. How much better? I don't know. I hope much better, <laughs> but uh, he's definitely going to be better. That, that That's a game. Yeah. And, and the team yeah. is better. The team around him is better. So theoretically, oh, everything should be better. But it's the Dolphins, and they, they do this to us every year. They do this to us every year. But it's been 20, how many years? Remember, I, 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 it's been 20-something years. Dude. I grew up with Danny Marino playing yep. in the streets, and I was Danny Marino. And, and then after that, yeah, nothing. Playing on your Atari. Nothing. I know. I got you, bro. And then <laughs> nothing, nothing until now. Until I, 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 I drank a little bit of Kool-Aid with Tannehill. I thought, okay, you know, he, he that might. That was a mistake. He might we be all drank that better. bad Kool-Aid, I know. Yeah. And then we got Hua. And so look, we're bro, here. Look, 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 look. Who's here? You smell that? It's victory, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling it. Victories. A lot of, a lot we of got W's coming. We got a tough schedule, dude. We got a tough schedule, man. We got a tough, we got a tough schedule, but the Dolphins still have that that defense that they've always had, and yes. they added a lot more weapons onto uh, onto the offense. So, but Brian Flores is not here. Was he the right or the, the the reason they were so good on defense? Let's. We're gonna find out. We're okay, gonna find man. out. Yeah. Like, there's new coach, lots of new players, new offense, mm-hmm. new. New skill players, and most importantly, there's a new excitement. You know, we haven't had that in a long time. We're really yeah. jacked up about it. I am not a fair person to talk about this because I have been carrying that to and on flag for for a while here. So, uh, <laughs> like Jonathan said here, he's got no judgment to uh, until I see him on the regular season or after a few games and see. see Jonathan seems like a more level-headed fan, but you know, he's also going to be a little late to the, to the tour train here because it's going to take <laughs> off, man. Week one, oh, no, he, he's, he's going to be real, real good. He's going to be the story of the league. But the thing with Tua is it's either you love him or you hate him. Like, I don't know yeah. too many people in between. I really don't. I don't know too many people in between. You, you want him to succeed or some people already wrote him off that he's, yeah. he's not he's not a player. I, I think he's he's a good player and that hopefully he he can do something this season. I don't know how how good he's going to be. But I think he can be a really, really good player. All we need is someone to, you know, I'm not going to say the, 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 the manage word because we don't want to have a game manager, but he's a guy with all those weapons, supposedly yeah. all those supposed weapons. Let's see if they all work. There's no injuries and all this other stuff. No, if he look, does his job, it should be good. Yeah. It should be good. He's, he's known for being accurate. The only He just gets flustered under pressure. So Dolphins. Everybody they, they, does. Everybody they, does, they, does yeah. though. Everybody does. No. Not everybody. Some guys do a great job of getting rid of the ball or making a play when they're under pressure. And that's, that's what separates the elite quarterbacks, you know, the, the top five guys in the league. The Tom from, Brady's from everybody else. I knew you were going to mention that name, and I want you to go back and look at his statistics. When he, It's a different Tom Brady, especially like – When he's under pressure, the, that's – It's a different Tom Brady. Every time he played teams that were up on him all the time, his rating, everything was down. Was down. Every Evan, do quarterback you, under do pressure know, goes down. 
Do you know who had the lowest pressure rate in 2021? Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, yeah, the bro. lowest pressure rate. He doesn't get pressured. So when he gets pressure, that's like a big gets, reason. That's a big reason why he's why he's considered the GOAT, because that's been his whole career. But, he but never, nevertheless, nevertheless, he's still, you know, he's not he's not terrible under pressure. He's he still he's the, he's no, really he's the good goal. for he's a the goal. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. But either way, you're out, Edwin. Right. Gotta get going, guys. There are over here, so <laughs> Have a great show. Enjoy the Wait, rest Edwin, of the time. before you go, yes, before you go, I wanted to ask you, uh, and Damn I completely it. forgot. Have you seen the trailer for the new Predator movie? I'm not a Predator guy. You're not a Predator guy, Xavier. You? <laughs> I, I'm not a big movie. Guy. I'm an old no? man, dude. I'm not big into <laughs> movies and stuff. Dude. I'm not into all these movies. Oh <laughs> man, dude, it looks it looks great. It's got a super high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, bro. You gotta check it out. Send me the link. Send me the link. I'll, 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 I'll give it a look, it but I definitely I'll won't. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I haven't even seen Top Gun yet. Later, Alan. Get out. Get him out of here. Kick him out. Kick him out. I haven't seen it yet. I gotta go see it. Do it yourself. All right, guys. Later. Later, dude. Predator. Yeah, man. Let me uh fix the... There we go. All right, so... Now that uh, we're done talking a bit, of, oh wait, I think there was one more thing I wanted to talk NFL. Do it. Um, it was. Oh, are you? Do you play fantasy football, Xavier? Like I told you, I'm an old man, dude. I don't. <laughs> no, oh, I dude. don't. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of friends that do it. You know why I can't do it? Why? Because then I'd be, I'd be worrying, and I wouldn't enjoy <laughs> the game. I, I couldn't. I can't. I, I will be paying attention. All right, look. this guy did and that guy yeah. did oh man and that, that, no it. trust me that makes it more fun I, this, I this season drink, i rather drink beer and eat chicken wings and i care I you can do that too i go for the dolphins no because i got you got money at stake with no, this no, stuff, no 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 so this season we have a lemon city live fantasy football league where we play with some of the shows fans and ourselves and everything so okay but there's there's no money involved it's just bragging rights it's just for fun right, of course right so right. this season you're gonna play with us and, and, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, gonna win for be, beginner's luck when I win, dude. It was, I think it was, I don't remember if it was last season or the season before. Um, one of one of the one of our uh, friends of the show, Eric Henry, who covers uh college football, specifically uh-huh. FIU, he uh couldn't log into his account from the beginning of the season, so the the app was just auto selecting his players for him and everything. And I, I think he he won the league, artificial intelligence, man, yes. took over, took over. Yeah. So there you go. That 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 tells you a lot about how easy or difficult it now, is to now, win now I know fantasy that's football. A, that's a good pro <laughs> tip there. I'll just leave it an automated, and that's it. Yeah, man. So one 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 last thing I wanted to mention, uh, that? fantasy football related. It's a spicy sports nugget, bro. The only oh, there was only one running back last season that played more than seventy percent of their team's offensive snaps, and that was. Najee Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who played 84% of his team's snaps. So he had, he had a, a pretty great rookie season. So that's that's a running back to look out for in your upcoming fantasy football drafts. Uh, I wanted him for Miami, but Miami got yeah. a, good, a good player too. So mm-hmm. he got a solid player. Yeah, man. All right. So, hey, man, let's get into uh, a little, little soccer talk. This uh New segment we're going to call X going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So like we said at the beginning of the show, this segment is brought to you by Intelligent. All right. So let's, let's get, let's get right into it, man. Uh, Miami. I'm going to try out that Intelligent for sure. And it's, it's super cost friendly. It doesn't, the subscription is like, maybe it's a hundred dollars for the entire year. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, I forget off the top of my head, but I'll, no way. I'll look into it. I'll let you know. And I'll, yeah, I'll yeah no, for sure. I'm going to try it. I'm not even joking. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cost friendly, man. So anyways, enter Miami this past uh, week, they, they drew versus uh, Cincinnati. Uh, bro, Gonzalo Wayne had a hell of a game. Yeah. What yeah. a match. T- t- tell what us a little game. bit. Tell us your, your, man, your thoughts on the game. It's, it's one of those games that, it, you know, when you feel like you're, you're, you're in a dream you're not sure if you're asleep. You're you're not sure if you're asleep or if you're awake. But but you know you're enjoying what's happening around you. Yeah. It, it was an amazing it was an amazing amazing game. Um, Gonzalo, 
If you've read um, from the beginning of the season, I, I always have stated that he's going to be an important player for the team, even yeah. when he was playing really, really bad. And, and why was he playing bad? I think he was just out of shape, and, and I think he needed an attitude mm -hmm. adjustment. And, and that benching by Phil, um, I think, was really important. It touched him. I think it hurt his pride a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll tell you about that because in the press conference after the game, uh, I, I kind of got a vibe from him that, that was interesting to me. But I think that benching yeah. got to him. It, it made him work a little bit harder. I think his attitude got better. And, and he progressively has gotten in better form. And he showed all his uh, ability in that game. Um, that free kick was a world-class free oh, kick. For sure. it, it's a free kick that you'll see in the best stadiums in the world. Mm -hmm. In the world. And we got to see it here. I mean, that was an amazing – I put it was a sonic boom. They just – Yeah. Boom! We just, it, it's, it, it was it was beautiful, world class. But the second goal he scored, that's a great goal too. That's mm -hmm. an amazing goal. One because Pozuelo puts a ball, yeah, nice through the defense. But you have to see uh, what Gonzalo brings, and what he brought was that he read, he saw the angle, he saw Pozuelo, and he made the perfect move at the perfect time. Some guys might have got caught offside there. He, he came in between two guys, made. A run, got the ball, had the time and the ability to stop it. Goalie came out, gave him a little juke, left him on the ground, took a push. Defender was coming, put it in with his left. That's another world class nice. goal. I mean, it's and, and I'm not ex I'm not even exaggerating. It's it's not not a lot of um, not a lot of players would have that composure or that technique. He's he's slower. Yeah. He's not the <laughs> same guy that played mm -hmm. in Real Madrid and all the top teams you know, yeah. in, in Europe, but he still has his talent. And you could you could always see that even when he wasn't playing well, the way he would stop the ball, things like that. So those two goals were amazing. And then even the penalty kick, even the penalty kick, you see what a, what a um, veteran, wily mm -hmm. veteran he is. He was about to, he's going to take the kick and he, his body movement, he made the goalie jump, pick a side, left him like trash and just put it in, put it yeah. in there. <laughs> so while it, it, it was really those three goals were class. That's why he's on the team of the week, and I think he's probably the player of the week. But um, when we were in the news conference, it was it was pretty interesting because he came and he looked. You could tell he was frustrated, and he was yeah. frustrated at the fact that one of the things he said was that you know we knew beforehand before playing the game, you know their front three, what they were going to do, that you got to take care of them, and we couldn't do it at halftime. They you know the coach. Once again, got into them, let them know what they needed to do, the adjustments they needed to make, mm -hmm. and they still didn't do it. You know, they were down, and, and luckily they were they were able to tie. So he was frustrated at that fact. Now imagine, yeah. you know, he, he he's used to playing with guys of really high level guys, and, and mm -hmm. he might feel like, you know, what's going on here? Why why are we not um, doing better? But well, yeah, my, I'm, I'm my, sure he can see all of the little mistakes that le that led to them giving up those goals. That maybe some of the other players, you know, they don't really see it, or or they, or they don't see it in real time, like he. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. The game is slow for him, like they say exactly. in sports, right? The game mm -hmm. for him is slow. His body is slower, but but yeah. but it's still his decision making <laughs> yeah. is 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 you know vision mm -hmm. is, is a lot faster than, than most of the guys on the yeah. field. And um, by the way, that's that's what intelligent does for you. By the way, it helps you see the game slower, so that you can that. react quicker. I, I did a little plug in there. I didn't even, <laughs> yes. I didn't even mean to. I didn't even mean to. <laughs> but but was what was the most interesting uh, to me was that I, you know, he's talking, saying all these things, and I yeah. asked him, "Hey, Gonzalo, um, you know, the coach, you and Pozuelo are are getting along really well. You understand, and and that mm -hmm. happens normally in in a sport like soccer when two guys are quality players, they could just meet." start touching the ball around, and, and the magic's there because it's just a, an innate ability. So I told him, look, Pozuelo was substituted off. You were substituted off. The game changed, you know, obviously. That's why they came, you know, they, they went ahead, and then luckily we tied. Yeah. But my question to him was, could you have played the 90 minutes? Because I'm one of the guys, and I've written it, and I wrote it early on. I said, hey, he's a super sub, man. 15, 30 minutes, you know. And then the last game, I said, oh, he could play 45 before the Cincy game. 45 because mm -hmm. he looks like he's getting in better shape. And in this yeah. game, he was he was in a zone. And I don't think he should have been taken off. I think that and he didn't think he would have been taken off because he said, I asked him, hey, could you have finished, the, you know, the, the 90 minutes? He goes, yes, yes, you know, but, you know, I respect it. It's the coach's decision. Yeah. But imagine, he goes, imagine, I, I, you know, had three goals and, you know, 
but I have to respect the coach's decision. Uh, so I, I knew there, it was like, wow, he's, you know, he's, he's all in, he's all in with his team. He, he, it's a different Gonzalo. And I think that's a good thing for us, but then everybody else needs to step up because I don't think they've been stepping up. I've been this, this stepping down, you know, yeah. in, the, in the last six games, the last six games, they've only made, you know, only added five points. It's, it's one win, two draws and three losses. And I'm not counting the six zero bashing against Barcelona. Because that yeah. was embarrassing. We didn't even talk about that because, I, you know, that's embarrassing. We're, and we're going to jump mm-hmm. over that. But I, I think Gonzalo, <laughs> Gonzalo's on fire and um, Campana has an injury. He has a knee injury. They put him in. And he's still, to me, he's, he's still not 100%. So I think Gonzalo's going to be starting a for the foreseeable future. Even uh, Although I think he's earned yeah. it with his play. Yeah, I mean, he's got two MLS Player of the Week awards and and... I don't, were they in a row or did, or was one was was I, a week in in between? But they were both recent. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. This past weekend, the the the, the last one was recent. He's so. scoring. He's scoring important goals. He's scoring yeah, important man. goals, and he's showing up at, at the right time. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, man. What what do you think is uh, the problem with the defense? Because I feel like if you're putting up four goals in, in a game, three goals in a game, you know that should give your defense a little bit of buffer to. To you know, to defend um, like uh, uh, more efficiently. I think. Look, they, in in this last game against Cincy, they they changed. Mm-hmm. Usually, um, the Herons into Miami plays four three three. Yeah. In this game, they came out with a three four three, and the three okay. in the back was McVeigh on the left, which which you know he's solid. In the middle, you had Sailor, which is a rookie player, and, and to me was surprising. Surprising. Mm-hmm. He's a very good player, but he's still a rookie. Yeah. And you had Damon Lowe, who's been a very, very solid player, but you know he, he's he's best at, at center back. And I think that, it, just my opinion, remember I'm not a coach Neville or anything like that, but you had three center backs, natural center backs. What are center backs tend to be a little bit taller, you know, a little bit heavier, not as yeah. fast, not as quick. They tend to be the the world class guys, you know, like by Dyke and these guys have every, all the tools. You know, they're big, they're fast, they're stronger. Yeah. You know? Well, to me. You can't play three center backs, three center backs, when you're playing the three. And I'm going against the theory and all that. But I, me personally, I I would have put um, low in the middle. I would have had maybe you know Gibbs, although McVay is is amazing and he scored the game time. And then mm-hmm. I would have had Yellen come back because of, of his speed. What happened was they put Yellen up as a wing back in that in that three four three. They put him uh-huh. up as a wing back and they put Robert Taylor. As the other so wing back. That's not where Yedlin usually plays, right? He, he usually they usually play a line of four, so he plays right back and then McBay's on the left. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have low in the middle with with sometimes Mabika, sometimes most of the times now with Sailor. Yeah. But but Sailor didn't have a great game there because you know he, he's not the fastest guy. And he had mm-hmm. he just had a bad game. It, it's it's normal, yeah. you know. Throughout the season, you're gonna have a bad game, one or, or two bad games. So he, he just had a bad game, and I think he it was a learning. Uh, learning mm-hmm. from her, but like I was telling you, I, I put maybe Gibbs, um, you know, Low and Yellen because you have that big guy in the middle, and then you have those yeah. two quick guys that that are really you know good. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like Yellen too far off because he stays up, he stays up, yeah, and he doesn't he come back. He hasn't <laughs> no lately he hasn't been dropping, uh, you know. So yeah. a lot of times the pressure and 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 things have been coming through through his yeah. side. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what I think. I think that you you have to keep tweaking because yeah. in this game they 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 attacked the best they've attacked all season. Let me and, let me ask you: when Yedlin goes up and you know maybe he doesn't come back down, is that maybe is that maybe part of uh, their strategy where he'll go up and he'll you know try to be part of the offense a little bit, but somebody's supposed to be covering his area when he's not there? Is that is yeah, that something that's just, just you shift. Is, You're supposed to shift. Yeah. They're, so they're is that shift. is that not happening, or is that maybe not the right strategic moves? Should they not do that? What's I, I think I think they've all been caught. And there was an interview with with Sailor mm-hmm. um, that I saw recently, and one of the things he said is that you know the, the coach told them that they have they have to stay in their in their shape. What yeah. happens is they when they make all these movements, sometimes they lose the flow and the shape. Uh, mm-hmm. When yelling goes up, you know low has to shift a little bit. But Gregory, which is the, the pivot guy, goes a little bit either Gregory or Mota, depending on, on how they're moving on the field. 
But yeah. I personally, just what from when, what I've seen all season, um, Gregory, who's I think is the best defender on the team as far as uh, definitely the best defensive midfield. And I mm-hmm. think the, the one player that doesn't have a substitute um, as good or, or near his, his ability, you know, similar mm-hmm. style. I think he's the only true pivot that the team has because they play wow. Molta, Molta back there a yeah. lot. But Molta to me is a more mixed player. I, I think Gregory mm-hmm. is, is, is a, a defensive player, but he has a lot of uh, skill and ability. And he gets caught up too high for my liking. He's mm-hmm. always up high and then leaves Molta down. And, and he's a lot quicker. He's one of the top guys in the league in regards to defending one-on-one and tackles uh, yeah. made. So he, he, he's a good player, but I, I, I don't like him going up so high. And then you have him and Yelling going up, and you're leaving these guys exposed. You have Lowe, you have Sailor, and then you have McVay, who are not the fastest guys in the world. You know, but mm. it, it's, a team, it's a team thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's movements. All the parts have to move together, and, and, and at times they haven't. But I personally don't like uh, Gregory going up so high, and I don't mm. appreciate three three guys that big, um, you know, not not fast enough to to recover. Yeah, not quick enough. especially against that team. Maybe against another team, you could have them. But against mm. this team, you knew that their strength was the top three guys, and and not, you know, Brenner and and Vasquez. Vasquez was just called uh, re- to replace Castellanos for the All Star game. But Brandon Vasquez is on should be on the radar for the U.S. national team, you know, for the World Cup. I, I don't think they will take him because mm-hmm. it doesn't look like Greg Holter has has a big um, you know inclination for him. Yeah. But the first time they played, he put three on on the Herons. He put three on Miami. He scored three goals. Yeah. And and I at that point I said, wow, this guy's a very interesting player. He's an interesting player. He's got a lot of ability. He does a lot of things mm-hmm. well. And you have I think Kevin and and uh, Brenner to the better attacking players in the league so you know you had that against Cincy in this game and you leave these three guys back there it's it's tough it was a tough assignment and and they paid for it all right all right now you mentioned uh Pozuelo earlier earlier of course you know he he fed that uh that beautiful pass to Higuain for his second goal uh how do you how has he been uh accumulate um acclimating himself into the team and is it working out? You feel like so far? I, 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 no, he's definitely made a difference because mm-hmm. we don't have we didn't have a player that that the commands that um that uh, respect yeah you know in the midfield as far as he 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 gets the ball he he calms he's composed he makes the right read the the right pass we had mm-hmm. you know Bryce Duke the little gem that that I yeah. really really like him as a player has been the one that has been put off a little bit off to the side because of Pozuelo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in Pozuelo, the first game was magic. It was amazing. And then the second game against um, New York FC, he disappeared. Mm. And, and I put that in the, in the writing. I said, hey, you yeah. know, what happened? He had an amazing game, and then now he disappeared. Let's see what we're going to get the next game. Well, against Cincy, he was magic again. But both games were at home. So I, I don't mm. know if – I don't know, you know, what that means. But he needs to be consistent because if yeah. Miami's going to do something – he needs to be consistent, and I think he's done well. But he's had two brilliant games and one bad game. Let's see what happens the next game. The next game is mm-hmm. is tonight. Tonight against <laughs> San Jose on the road. He didn't play that first game, you know, really yeah. well on the road. Um, I hope he does well today because they need to win this game. The next four mm-hmm. games are crucial for them and their playoff hopes because it, it, the the schedule gets tough. They've yeah. had a, a, a crappy streak. And if they don't beat San Jose, who's not the greatest uh, team in the world right now, uh, they're in trouble. Because yeah. after that, they, they have New York City. I mean, wait, wait. It's, it's uh, oh, I just wrote it down. I had it. I forgot. It. But I know they play. It's Montreal. They play San Jose, yeah. Montreal, New York City. And, and then Toronto. And Toronto at home. And those, those games are tough. Those next three games. Montreal yeah. is in third place in the standings. Damn. And New York City yeah. is in second place in the Eastern Conference. I don't know. I don't know what um, Toronto, what place Toronto is in the in the Western. But I know that with the three new players that they have, the three new Italian players, they've been a team that that's playing a lot better. And, and um, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough. It's not. It's yeah, going to be easy to yeah. beat them here at home. I'll tell you right now. Toronto is thirteenth. Right. Yeah, but that's why they made all those moves, and yeah. I, I don't. I don't exactly. want to. That's. I was questioning. They got rid of Pozuelo, and they're and they're not too good. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, okay, well, are they giving us damaged goods? What's going on here? 
But the, yeah. the guy still has a lot of talent. He's got a lot of magic at his feet. So and I'm sure he'll show up for that game. You know, that the revenge game is, is – there's always something to be said about that revenge game. So I'm Maybe, sure he'll show yeah. up. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Awesome, for sure bro. he has thank to. You. Thank you, for, thank you for, your, uh, for your insight. Like I mentioned earlier, let's give our, our, our uh, sponsor their due. This segment was brought to you by Intelligent, an internationally endorsed athletic cognitive brain training simulation that improves players' decision-making, game time awareness, and uh, opponent anticipation. Intelligent simulates actual gameplay in a digital arena to help players better adapt to the shifting realities of real-time sports. So make sure you use Lemon City 15 at checkout to receive a 15% per- discount on all packages when you sign up. One of, the, one of the interesting things that they mentioned to me was that they found, and they weren't even considering this, but they found that people that use Intelligent get injured a lot less because they're not making uh, dumb decisions. So, Interesting. yeah, man. So if, if you want your kid to improve uh, his soccer game and, and get injured a lot less, you know, I suggest um, investing in intelligence. I play I play in the mornings with a bunch of old men over here. We play early. Like, mm-hmm. I think I told you guys, like at 6 yeah. in the morning, Oof. by 7.30, we're done. Yeah, because people go to work and stuff. Yeah. And this will be great for us because I, I, I yeah. now I'm playing defense. I just got back. I'm thinking, man, that's a dumb decision. So yeah. maybe I'm gonna tell him, hey, let's let's all get this, let's all get this, and we can make better decisions. You get the ball, yeah, we'll man. Take on five people, oh, maybe you can pass it. Seriously. So yeah, and, and it's cool. It's like hurt. it's like a it's like a video game. So and you only have to play it for uh, thirty minutes twice a week. So you know it's not gonna it's not so, it's not like your kid's gonna get addicted to some video game. Thirty minutes twice a week, and they and they say that you'll see improvements in your in your play. So that leads me to this. On this day, Xavier, what happened? In 1936, American oh, sprinter Jesse Owens wins Man. the 100 meter uh, sprint in front of Adolf Hitler I in a famous how. race at the Berlin Olympics. And that was his first of four gold medals at the Olympic Games. Amazing. So shout out, shout out to Jesse Owens. Fuck racism. <laughs> That's crazy, man. There you go, man. That's crazy. I just saw, I just saw the the movie uh, for uh, Jackie Robinson. Oh on yeah. The play, on the on the plane because I was on a flight this week and I I saw it. It's like there's so nice. much uh, history, so yeah. many great things, and, and it was all this racism. So it's crazy, man. Yeah, that. man. And speaking of history, on this day in 1852, America's 1852. first. 1852, America's first intercollegiate sporting event takes place as the Harvard heavyweight rowing crew beats Yale by two lengths over two miles on Lake Winnipesaukee in New Hampshire. How about that? 1852 was the first intercollegiate sporting event. I got the form down. Yeah? (laughs) Rowing, wow. Yeah, man. So there we go. So everybody, I want to thank everybody for... Tuning in to the Evening Juice with Lemon City Live. Um, we'll do our best to uh, to restream the shows in the mornings on our YouTube page on Lemon City. Um, if you miss the show, you can always catch it on the podcast the next day. All right, Xavier, any, uh, any parting words for us? Well, the game at 1030, you're going to see Inter-Miami, mm-hmm. San Jose. Uh, it's, That's right. it's, it's a must win. I, I yeah. tweeted today, it's like I hate using the phrase must win but it's a must win because they those three points are super important for their aspirations the next three games right. after that montreal new york City, and toronto mm-hmm. you know it's the second team third team in the standings and then it, those two are tough so yeah. I, I said if they get six points out of the, these four games i'll be happy that's, that's a good a good split hopefully yeah. they need to do it i i don't know we'll see what happens today We'll see if Gonzalo still has the magic. We'll see if Pozuelo can do it. We'll yeah. see what lineup changes. <laughs> what lineup changes Phil does if he does oh. them. You know what happens. It, yeah. It's always a mystery. It's always a mystery. But I, it's a roller coaster mm-hmm. right now. The coasters is going down. Yeah. <laughs> we need look, to go hey, back up. They started down. Phil made adjustments, and they were on the up and up. So like, he, it's just time to, for him to make some new adjustments, especially after adding a player like Pozuelo. So. We'll and see that everybody quarantine, quarantine, and quarantine. Gino. That's right. Don't forget my man, quarantine. Quarantine. He's still on or quarantine. quarantine. <laughs> well, he's, it's, he's it's, it's quarantine. Well, I, I, I guess. 
don't I, know. I'm not French. No, but they call him Coco. Leave it, leave it at Coco. But oh, he made Coco, the, the last. He made the last pass uh-huh. for McVay. He gave it to McVay. Oh. McVay made the nice move and oh, ripped nice. it with his heart. So both bro. both of our new players uh, uh, produced. I like it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Lemonheads, uh, stay tuned for Xavier's uh, post game recap. It'll be out uh, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. Also, if you missed it, go check out the First Pitch 305 podcast where Alex Aguirre, host of the podcast, interviews uh, Jessica Blaylock. It was great. All right, guys. See you next week. Take care. Peace. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. With us you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.